and welcome to Diary of a Horny Teenager, the podcast where we relive the pages of my hot to trot diary. We are your delightful hosts, Georgie and Nia, and if you like some sexy content and strong language, you should probably stick around. Hi there, my little squirrel. Hello, angel face. How is thee today? Thee is feeling sexy and free. How is thee? (laughs) Feeling frigid and cooped up. (laughs) (laughs) These lockdowns, they take a toll on the old dating life. I can tell you that for nothing. Oh, they do. But I tell you what, my sex toy repertoire is ever expanding. So... (laughs) Well, that's good. At least someone's getting something out of this then, isn't there? Shall I tell you what we've got in store for today? Dear God, yes. Today is about me going on a date with a bit of a knob jockey, I feel. A knob jockey? We've not had one of those before. Oh, no (laughs) way. We have. We've had so many knob jockeys. Also, I love the phrase knob jockey. (laughs) Me too. I don't think it's used enough. In my head, I'm imagining a penis on top of a horse, like at Ascot or something. Oh, lovely. Yeah, sort of (laughs) waggling around in the same rhythm as the canter. I like it. Balls on either side of the horse. He's a bit of a knob jockey. And you're right. I think a lot of the people we've had so far have been knob jockeys or aspiring knob jockeys. (laughs) Can I just say, the phrase aspiring knob jockey like when he was five what do you want to be when you grow up well well i want to be a knob jockey oh just like your uncle gary what is it with you and uncles honestly stop it stop it it's a freudian slip it really is but anywho um so yeah this is a guy that was in the year above me at skewel mm-hmm. and again he was a bit of a rocker you say rocker i say emo it wasn't like a black hair sweepy fringe eyeliner situation it was like he was a bit grungy his hair could do with a good wash played the guitar i keep imagining like someone from do you remember the film <laughs> Camp Rock with the Jonas Brothers. That's what I've got in my head, but obviously I'm totally and totally romanticising this. Okay, well, maybe he was the Joe Jonas of Yorkshire then. Who knows? (laughs) With that in mind, please, could I have a name for this person? Um, We're going to call him David Beardback. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the sweat. Georgie, the sweat that's pouring off me right now, I can't even tell you. So is it is it just back hair and it's so long it could be a beard? Or is it someone else's beard stuck onto someone else's back? I think it's back hair that's grown so long. Oh my you god. You could make it into a I'm actually gonna throw up though. This is this is turning my stomach. I'm imagining it being all prickly as well. So like if you were stood behind him, you would kind of see the outline of this big luscious beard through his t-shirts. <laughs> Maybe even a mustache at the top. Why stop there? Why stop there indeed? <laughs> Let's just go the whole hog. So David beard back yeah. is what we're, we're going, going with. with it. Yeah. Sure, well, yes and um, <laughs> that's, that's what we're going with. All right. So uh, this yes, and. is the story of David Beardback. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's do this. Can do this. I don't even know if I've written about David Beardback in here. I ought to have. <laughs> so we originally met at... The Battle of the Bands at school. I'm sorry, are we in School of Rock? (laughs) 
You wish. <laughs> there was, didn't you have a little battle of the bands at your school? No. My school could barely play fucking Frere Jacques. Like, <laughs> there's no way. They could do a cheeky remix to that, Frere Jacques, with like some drum and bass music. Dormez vous, dormez vous, 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 Sorry, David Getter. I didn't know that we were doing uh, Pitch Perfect right now. <laughs> All right, so we met at uh, the Battle of the Bands, but you can give it a different name. Um, the War of the Triangles. The Clash of the Clarinets. I like War of the Triangles. <laughs> we'll see what makes the edit then, shall we? Okay. <laughs> So we originally met at the War of the Triangles, which was previously named Clash of the Clarinets. Now there's just loads of really talented triangle players in the school, so they had to call it the War of the Triangles. Did you ever do that when you were like in year one? They You couldn't actually play an instrument, so they gave you like maracas. So I joined junior band. <laughs> I bought my own maracas that were like purple, and I'd do a little <laughs> dance at the back of the orchestra. Look at you showing off with your fucking maracas. <laughs> So, I remember the first thing that I ever said to him at the War of the Triangles <laughs> was, um, David, are you nervous? What voice should we give to David? Let's give him, like, really soft. Like, dreamy, dreamy. That's what I'm going for, dreamy. Let's dreamy. Do that. Okay. Yeah. The first thing I ever said to him at the War of the Triangles was, David, are you nervous? And he said, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, really? And he said, ha, no. Oh, for God's sake. Of course you'd be nervous. This is how he was a knob jockey. Because yes, you would be nervous. And it's a, it's perfectly normal human Fine. emotion to yeah. get nervous. But he was like, huh, no. <laughs> you were going to do like a, huh, no. Yeah, I was going to go, oh, no, God's not bloody nervous, you silly girl. <laughs> you big girl's blouse, honestly. <laughs> Even in spite of that, I kept fancying him. It's the sort of thing like, oh, make him, you know, make him want you more by pushing them away and all that kind of bullshit. Oh, yeah, playing hard to get or like, yeah. oh, they're nasty to you because they like you, which, by the way, is bullshit. It's such bullshit. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a knob jockey. Hyphen. He seemed... A bit of a dickhead. <laughs> At least you're recognising it, though. You're not going, oh, I'm so bloody in love with him. You're going... Yeah, exactly. I'm aware of it and I'm pursuing him in yeah. spite of that. Well done, you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, you just did a little laugh and the shape of the sound wave was identical to a moon cup. <laughs> it's just quite a beautiful moment. I was quite transfixed by it, to be honest. Stop it. I'm, I get very self-conscious about my laugh because I don't realise how loud and imposing it is. <laughs> well, you needn't be because it's the shape of a moon cup and it's beautiful. Look at that, guys. My <laughs> laugh is like something that holds periods. So. <laughs> Functional, secure and environmentally friendly is your laugh. <laughs> so he was a cocky guy with a cocky set of friends. Oh, I can just imagine them right now. Yeah, well, there was like five of them or something. They'd like spread out so it was awkward to get past them and they'd walk really slowly like they had nowhere to be. I wanted them to think I was cool and fit so badly. God, how many hours and days and years oh. of our lives are we going to waste <laughs> trying to get knob jockeys to think we're cool and sexy and fit and fuck off? No, thank you. If we put that energy into like our careers, mm. our lives, fulfilling ourselves, pleasuring ourselves. Mm. How much happier would we be? Anywho, whenever I saw them, my stomach would turn. I wanted to shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is a reaction. I'm starting to think, have I got IBS? Because there's a lot of shitting Mm. myself references and stomach, like, I think I might have sensitive bowels. There is an undiagnosed problem that we are getting to the (laughs) bottom of with with each new episode, we are unveiling a new health issue. (laughs) So in my head, I would just hear, oh my God, it's David Beard back. (laughs) (laughs) Which does sound quite sinister. That sounds horrible. In my head, the Jaws theme tune is accompanying that. With Dude. along with the psycho Dude. theme tune as well. Yeah. Like his mates took the piss out of the grasshopper's demise for a while. How dare they make any sort of fun out of the grasshopper's demise? They are the number one band in Leeds. Absolutely. The number one band on the outskirts of Leeds to do with <laughs> insects. <laughs> so they took the piss out of the grasshopper's demise for a while until one day on Facey B, David said, love grasshopper's demise, man. Hyphen. That was cool. Oh. Now I look at that and I'm like, were you posting that in a, like an ironic way? If you're like, huh, love grasshopper's demise, huh? Yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell on Facebook, would you? If it's it was... difficult, but obviously I'm mm. taking every little crumb that I can and thinking that's a sign that he likes me. Boy, is it crumbs as well. Hansel and Gretel wouldn't even be able to follow that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> then he was a dick about the protest that I arranged. Sorry, let's let's rewind. You arranged a few protests, eh? Look at my little activist over here. Yeah, I'm quite proud of this, actually. I'm proud of you. Thanks, babe. I organised a protest which was part of the national walkout against the rise in tuition fees. Like 500 people came. It was wild. And I was right at the front saying like, what do we want? Education. When do we want it? Now. (laughs) And I was literally like Buddhiker, right at the front on my chariot, leading the troops. The suffragettes didn't have anything on you, mate, did they? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Oh, (laughs) when I was organising that, he uh, liked all the bad comments on Facebook to do with it. But then, when it came to the day, he turned up to the protest with all his mates. What a twat that he's like, oh, this is no good. Or should I say, oh, this is no good. <laughs> this is really And rubbish. then turns the fuck up. What a knob jockey. The audacity. What a fucking knob jockey. He had no right to be there because... He didn't. He did not encourage you. He was jumping on the bandwagon. As soon as he could see it was going to be successful, he was like, oh, maybe I'll actually go. This is really setting him up badly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope he never, ever hears this. Can you imagine if he listens to this episode and he's like, oh, what a dickhead. And then he realises, hold on, I am David Beardback. <laughs> See, so yeah, on the day he he was there as I marched like a warrior at the front. I love your, the image of you again, flame red hair, <laughs> leopard print coat on, May, big old army boots, and oh, I love this sentence. Safe to say, I changed his fucking opinion of me. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love the sass and the confidence. So anyway, we eventually managed to tie down a bloody date and we met up on a Saturday afternoon. Would you like to know what I was wearing? This is what I'm here for. I'm not here for anything else, mate. So I was wearing a cotton denim look shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Not denim, listeners. Denim look. It looked like denim. (laughs) And my sexy, long, thigh-high black boots. (laughs) And some black velvet leggings. (laughs) 
Velvet, as a material, totally underrated. Thank you very much, Velvet <laughs> Consultant. So, uh, we got to the day. I felt sick, but also happy. <laughs> Finally, I was going to have a proper conversation with David Beardback. <laughs> Thank God. We met in a field. <laughs> Which sounds strange, but humour me. So it was, we met in this town that was kind of surrounded by fields. So we met on one of the surrounding fields. Do you know what I mean? No, not really. So we're walking from opposite directions, him from one side of the field, (laughs) me at the other side of the field. This sounds like a fucking play or something. Like (laughs) coming in on stage from either side and you got like a really shit cardboard tree in the middle or something. (laughs) Yeah, apart from it's the longest entrance of your life because it's to to walk across the whole field would take you a good five, ten minutes. So the next sentence is I had to walk towards him for a really long time and I had that awkward thing where you don't know whether to look at each other or not. I still get that today. Even if I'm literally walking towards someone for five seconds, I'm like, do you make eye contact? Do you look past them? Do you look at your phone? I I normally do all of the above. Anything to stop yourself because otherwise you're holding eye contact with somebody (laughs) for a really long time, aren't you? And it's really intense. So we finally met in the middle of the field. (laughs) We met, we hugged, we sat. (laughs) (laughs) Is this all? Please tell me there are full stops after each one of those words. You know me so well. Fucking yes. So we met, we hugged, we sat. (laughs) I had my knees bent up to my chest. I said, we have to go into town because I have to get credit on my phone. I groaned like a baby in an attempt to look cute. Wait, wait. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> number one how nostalgic to have to get credit on your phone what a fucking nightmare Good times. number two what groan would it have been oh i've got to go to town to get credit on my fucking phone like a baby though is far more like <laughs> on my fucking phone <laughs> <laughs> i think this might be flirting nia my flirting style really hasn't changed much over the years and then i said can't you just like drag me there <laughs> This is definitely teenage Georgie flirting. This is any excuse for you to touch me. Like, can't yeah. you just like drag me there? Like, please touch me, please. Also, just touch why, me. I don't know if this is me being sensible, but why the fuck wouldn't you have gotten credit before going to meet him? Ah, because the, the nearest shop was right in the middle of town and town was like a 20 minute walk. It, it's what it's like to live in the countryside near, like. Right. So he then, yeah, can't you just like drag me there? So he pulled my arm towards him in a playful way. And I said, I was thinking more like a leg. (laughs) And then he pulled my leg towards him. We smiled at each other and laughed. (laughs) Oh my God. We smiled at each other and laughed subtly. (laughs) Subtly? (laughs) Behind your hands. Make sure he doesn't see that we're having fun together. How can you laugh together subtly? I don't know. That is brilliant. Can I also just ask, is he still holding onto your leg whilst you're laughing together subtly? (laughs) Makes me sound like a puppet and he's the puppet master. Yeah, he's he's got one hand on one leg, one hand on one arm. It's like you're trying to do one of those moves from, you know, like on Dancing on Ice when they like grab them by the arm and the leg and like spin them around. I know exactly which one you mean. (laughs) Okay, so that is... A pretty bizarre image, isn't it? Yes. 
So we laughed subtly. <laughs> we then chatted and he was talking really close to my face. It was obvious that he wanted to kiss me. So let's assume that you've got up to your feet and you're walking, right? No, we're not walking yet. We're still sat down. Wait. But you have to go get credit. Oh, we're doing that in a bit. God, I don't know why I'm so worried about your credit, but I really am. It's starting to make me... <laughs> it's fine, Nia. You c- I can guarantee you I eventually got credit. Okay, I love that you have to reassure me. Fine. So uh, he was talking really close to my face. It was obvious that he wanted to kiss me. This made my vagina tingle. <laughs> it made your vagina tingle? Yeah, it made my vagina tingle. You know, like a vagina tingle. I do know a vagina tingle. Like oh. a stirring. <laughs> a stirring? <laughs> Movement, that's what you described it as last week. Movement. Yeah. (laughs) Something wicked this way comes. (laughs) Oh dear. Okay, fine. Trouble, bubble. Toiling. (laughs) Trouble. Feel my clit and make the cauldron bubble. (laughs) Ah, mate. Shakespeare had nothing on you. (laughs) Okay, so this made my vagina tingle. Then we leant in for a kiss. He brought me closer towards him and almost squeezed me. <laughs> like a fresh lemon. <laughs> Citrusy goodness. I could feel that we both wanted each other so bad. There was almost a mutual tingle in the air. Oh! <laughs> and between my legs. <laughs> it vibrated through the air. Our lips pressed with more and more pressure, and we breathed deeply. (laughs) This sounds like the classic, you know, when you're kissing someone in public and you're younger, and it's not necessarily an option to bring them home, and it gets really hot and heavy to the point where you're basically like dry humping each other, and you're like, (sighs) but like it just can't go any further (laughs) because you're in the middle of a fucking field. We paused and let our lips hover for just a second. My eyes were closed. Hang on. How do you know he's there then? You could be trying to kiss something completely different. Well, we've just finished kissing, so unless he's run away really quickly, (laughs) I can assume (laughs) he's on the other side of the fucking field. (laughs) Just open my eyes and I see this figure just vanishing off into the distance with like dust flying up from the ground. It's weird, hyphen. It wasn't properly a firework kiss, but fireworks did come into my mind. Sorry, no, what that means is the kiss was so bad that you thought of fireworks. Yeah, my mind was drifting off. And I was like, oh, it's bonfire night soon. <laughs> Listeners, have you guys ever thought of fireworks, you know, whilst you've been kissing? Is that your kink? Let us know. <laughs> Please let us know. <sighs> okay, so we've just finished kissing. I assume I opened my eyes to then say, finally, I blurted out. Hyphen, didn't really think about that one. And he said, have you wanted that to happen for a long time? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about the voice. He sounds like um, Richmond from From IT IT Crowd. Crowd. (laughs) Why does everything come back to the IT Crowd? Everything good comes back to IT Crowd. Have you wanted it to happen in the next full moon, my dear? (laughs) When the raven crows. (laughs) Core. 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 <laughs> so, have you wanted that to happen for a while? <laughs> I said, maybe. Hyphen. I smirked. He said, I have loads. <laughs> and then we kissed again. That is quite a cute 
moment. I'm starting to wonder if he had a bit of a bad boy dickhead persona with his mates, but he wasn't all that bad. Like he was actually quite a nice guy, but just felt the need to put on this front. He was your Danny Zuko. Do you know what I mean? (gasps) Call me Sandy. (laughs) Tell me about it, David. (laughs) I've got a razor. I'm going to shave your back. (laughs) There are so many things we could do with this. Oh my God. So we've just, (laughs) we've just had this little kiss. Cute. He then put his arm around me and we started walking into town. Hang on. Mm -hmm. So wait, has he put his arm around me while we're sat on the floor and then we simultaneously <laughs> rise up to stand again three two one <laughs> yeah you know when you go back to back and you've got to go from the floor yeah. to standing <laughs> okay well that makes no fucking sense does it <laughs> so uh we started walking into town we kissed again i said when did you get so tall i swear <sighs> you're like my height normally <laughs> can you imagine if he was like yeah i wear heels usually <laughs> My legs change with every moon cycle. <laughs> Today I've been, gra- I've been granted longer legs according to the lunar eclipse. <laughs> oh my God. I love this. I think this is my favorite voice. I swear you're normally like my height. <laughs> he then walked at my height, which made me laugh. Sorry, I'm actually really starting to like David Beardback when he's not with his fucking knobhead friends. This sounds like this is the real David Beardback. Yeah. So we kissed again. I had to go on my tiptoes and curve my spine to kiss him. <laughs> I don't know why I had to curve my spine. And I then think... I did the crab. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then I did a walkover and did a crab all the way into town. (laughs) So yeah, I think I had to go on my tiptoes because he was really tall, but I definitely didn't need to curve my back. That was a bit of a choice. Yes. (laughs) Was it to stick your bum out so that he would grab it? Yes, my my bum, which is covered in velvet material. Very soft, very warming. quite alluring. Yeah, welcoming. He then said, hmm, so public. (laughs) And I said, I know. And we laughed. (laughs) Wait, does he not want to kiss you in public then? I think he's teasing like, oh, so public. You're just going for it, aren't you? (laughs) You little minx. You little, (laughs) you little chihuahua. (laughs) Can't be tamed, can you? (laughs) Look at you. Wild and unleashed. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think he's just jesting. He's like, oh, so public. (laughs) okay fine thank you for clarifying (laughs) and then i don't understand it says so we sat down and chilled for a while i thought we would i thought we were going into town but it sounds like we've moved 10 steps forwards and then sat on a different patch of grass he does not worry about my fucking phone (laughs) you've got to get credit (laughs) babe i do i do eventually you need to i'm speaking to you now aren't i I'm just worried, that's all. Okay, so we've sat down again. I asked him if he wanted to play 20 questions and I asked him what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to him. He responded by saying, I don't really get embarrassed. 
<laughs> oh, we're back to knob jockey again. He's one of those boys. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those boys who never gets a hangover and never gets ill yeah. and never has anything affect him. AKA toxic masculinity at its finest. You are immune to everyday life events. <laughs> it's awful the amount of people who I've dated, mm. men, who have said to me, Oh, I never get hangovers, I never get ill. And whilst I have been with them, <laughs> they have received both. Also, with the hangover stuff, they're like, oh, I just get a bit tired. That is a hangover. That's that what a is. hangover is. What a waste, again, what a waste of energy. So, yeah, he was doing so well, but mm, mm. not so sure now. So, hyphen, as if he's one of those people. I can't understand it when I am... Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I can't understand it when I am one big embarrassment. see this is what happens is that when people think make out that they are superhuman it makes the rest of us be like oh maybe there's something wrong with us no 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 stop it right now you're just a person who fucking feels things yeah like an embarrassment is part of life some of my fondest memories are of me making a tit out of myself (laughs) oh my lord being embarrassed is so important all of the teenage boys out there who are listening to this podcast don't be embarrassed no i mean be embarrassed (laughs) for fuck's sake (laughs) don't be embarrassed about being embarrassed being vulnerable is a part of life if we all just admit to each other how we actually feel then we're all gonna be in a much better position to like take care of each other god we sound like brené brown This podcast has taken a turn. She is our queen, our goddess, our guide. Indeed. Minge, cock, fanny. Just wanted to bring us back down to our level. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah, we were getting too highbrow there for a second. I know. Okay, so I am one big embarrassment. In spite of him saying, oh, I don't get embarrassed. I then told him a really funny story. <laughs> Again, IBS. Um, <laughs> a really funny story about a time where I had to run to my granny's house and I almost shat myself. Do you know what? I did that with an ex of mine. <laughs> I first, no, second date we had, I told mm. him about the time I had norovirus and I don't know why I did it, but I've always thought it was a really funny story. But now looking back on it, I'm like, why did I do that? And I get it though. I think <laughs> it's a really good judge of character because if they're able to have a laugh with you, yeah. then... Then you know they've got a good sense of humour. Yeah. And I've then put, we did have a bit of a giggle, but he didn't laugh enough for my liking. Yeah. If they can't laugh at you potentially shitting yourself, then (laughs) who even are they? (laughs) So, we walked into town hand in hand. I then went to get my credit and he went to his friend's house. (laughs) Thank fuck. Honestly, my shoulders have just dropped. That's all you wanted from this story. I wanted. Tell you what, Nia, £10 on my phone, relax. It was an odd sort of goodbye. We hugged and he said, might see you around school. And I said, yeah, maybe. In a, oh, in a teasing way. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last sentence is... I'm such a stud. <laughs> yes, you yes, are. Yes, I am. I'm a vulnerable stud. So yeah, that didn't go any further. So basically, I think after that, nothing ever really happened and it petered out because how funny after like one or two years, however long. And then we met and it was actually a bit disappointing and like, oh, we don't actually really have anything in common. Do you know what though? If he allowed himself to let go a little bit more, tap into that silly side and not... Be a fucking dickhead in front of his friends. Come yeah. on. He should relish the yes. fact that he was able to spend an afternoon with me. And it sounds yeah. like 
at the beginning he was and then something came over him where he was like, yeah. oh, too vulnerable, can't do it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, anyway, that is the story of David Beardback. <laughs> Ooh. How are you feeling after that? I'm happy you got your credit. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, thank God. I'll sleep tonight. <laughs> but it's just, this, this episode has reminded me a lot about, you know, what teenage boys do and what they hide. The only thing we can change is just to educate ourselves more and to try and get out of that. Because it, totally. in there, there were snatches of like this wonderful, silly boy who may not be able to fulfill that potential because he's being held back. like By his own like sense of ego. And yeah. God, we've gone serious. <laughs> I know what's going on. We really do sound like Brené Brown. We do. Again, cock, minch, fanny. Squirting. Nipples, squirting. Jizzing. <laughs> there it is. But you know what we mean. Like, gender is unhelpful at times and we all just yes. need to meet in the middle and encourage each other as well. Like, encourage men to be vulnerable, encourage women to be assertive and ambitious. All those things that society tells us not to be, we exactly. need to encourage in everyone. Amen. Did you learn anything from any of that? I learned that if you tell me you haven't got credit, I will freak the fuck out, <laughs> even though it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> What about you, my sweet? I have been reminded of how intense it is to be a teenager. And also, if someone is being 10% cute and 90% knob jockey, Mm. don't settle for crumbs of affection when you deserve the whole damn cake with whipped cream and sprinkles. Amen. And above anything else... It's really taught me that I need to hone in on my skills as a maraca player. <laughs> the band. The band. The War of the Triangle. The War in... of the Triangles. I'll see you there next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> May the best triangle win. Hopefully Jack Black will be there as well. But I'm sure he will, with bells on. <laughs> Can I just say, I know this is silly, I absolutely adore Jack Black. I think he's brilliant. He is great. We can talk about this after the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be sure that we will <laughs> okay if you've enjoyed this if we've made you laugh there's a few things you can do you can mm. find us on the socials at diary of a horny tea and you can give us a cheeky shout out on instagram you can leave us a cheeky everything's cheeky i don't know why you can, <laughs> you can leave us an apple review give us five stars and say how hilarious and amazing we are and mm. of course you can tell all of your horny friends and get this horny revolution going absolutely and for the love of all that is horny please email in And tell us your stories. Tell us anything that you want to about your teenagers. And the email for that is diaryofahornyteenager at gmail.com. Yes, and we are planning on reading one of our favourite stories uh, Mm -hmm. for probably the final episode of this series, which we're so excited about. So that'll be really fun. Take care. Have fun playing those triangles. And Mm -hmm. we shall see you next week for a brand spanking new episode. Good bike. (laughs) 